You're listening to BAU, Business as Unusual, the podcast that is shifting the way we think, interact and transact. Hi, Joe. Hey, Pat. How are you? Yeah, I'm really, really good, actually. That's so, great. Yeah, it's a, it's a very late start, to, <laughs> starting with our weather-related things. It's a very uh, uh, belated start to spring um, here in uh, in Victoria. It's actually, what, a rollicking seven degrees uh, here. Um, yeah, and it's just, you know, it's just rained and rained and rained, hasn't it? Like, we've never really seen here before. At least I haven't. Yeah, it's nice to be back. Uh, uh, it's wet and it's yeah. beautiful. It's crisp. Fires going, <laughs> yeah. and we're back into it. But this is this Melbourne, this is Victoria, this is what can happen in it's the land true. down under. It's so. true, and you're back. You're back. You made it back in one piece. They didn't arrest you on the way in, so which is which is always a good start. It, it is for me, so I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, not like last time, but um, anyway, that's a story yeah, that's for another, another story. Day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so we'll leave that one. But um, for listeners, stay tuned. That might leak out at some point. <laughs> Maybe, but um, in Joe's fictional fictional podcast soon to be released that's trying to incriminate stuff, uh, me. stuff pat did. yeah um but no back uh nice to be back but yeah weather's wild but that's like i said it's down under that's what happens in the south of australia it's very true and across the board at the moment but it is and it's it's not just the weather that's wild is it so it's kind of the oh, wonderful world of uh, it's really mirrored at the moment yeah it's crazy you went to kind of like you know the preeminent kind of catch up on kind of you know building the kind of future of web 3.0 yeah. but yet kind kind of web 2.0 and your absence has been busy kind of you know we've got elon coming in and you know basically taking a piss all over twitter yeah. um for, for some reason we've kind of got facebook down kind of 70 percent off its base and getting its ass handed to it by tiktok yeah whatever tiktok is i haven't been on there i'm sure it's great the kids say it is um i'm one of those guys now and then you know <laughs> and then i think obviously the the most important thing is kind of the the ftx kind of crypto you know yeah. polyamorous kind of uh love shag beach house blown up in the bahamas it's been a storm after a storm after a storm mm-hmm. um and yeah very indicative of the weather the sort of news cycle's been outrageous and then we had what's her name get uh 12 years in prison for like being oh yeah yeah uh, theranos um, yeah. elizabeth holmes mm. yeah for the magic pill so yeah it's just been one after the other after the other and yeah to start off your first point Elon coming in. Yeah, mm. I think he just loves being part of the new cycle. So yeah. forty yeah. billion ticket or forty four billion, whatever it was, US to to buy a ticket to be in the new cycle constantly. <laughs> For sure. It's a high price to pay. Yes. True. Um and then what's going on there? I I feel like there's something else other than a shitstorm that we're yeah, seeing. For like sure. I think there, there's there has to be. There's there's a play going on there. Yeah. I don't know what that is, but yeah. there is a play. It'd be interesting to see it play out. Um, well, it, it is interesting, Twitter, because I think, you know, like Elon Musk is a lot of things, but I think at his core, he's actually a libertarian. And, and what I mean by that is like he's like, if you look at even his political donations, he's actually donated more to Democrats than he has to Republicans over, over the years, etc. But I think he really kind of believes in the right of the individual. And like, if you kind of think through how you'd start to think about Tesla as a as a company, it's really that a lot of it's about individual energy independence. So, you know, the fact that you can kind of pull 
the power from the sun off your roof kind of you know keep your home kind of running um, basically off grid and then kind of drive this car that doesn't really need to interact with anyone but other kind of tesla infrastructure and he's kind of bringing the same i think the kind of same whether it'll come off i mean who knows but that same type of thinking to kind of twitter in terms of that it's kind of you know it feels like it's going back to it's more kind of individualistic kind of like news kind of like i can tweet you can tweet back at me and i think that's the at least the attraction for for him yeah, his big draw card is being pulled and it was like mm-hmm. everyone's getting around it. It's like yeah. democracy in action, that live poll, him saying a hundred million people doing it an hour voting on the poll. Like, yeah. I think that's where the narrative's heading around For democracy sure. now. Yeah. He's got like X amount of followers. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, I do. It's I do. The narrative's starting to try- shift and now you're seeing more people get behind. It's a... Uh, it's going to continue on. That $44 billion is probably going to have longevity. I think so. Which I mean, is wild. It's, it's hard to... And it's I mean, like, and then for the that, news people, that, oh my God, they've just got like clickbait after clickbait after clickbait. Like you say Elon and then you say Twitter and then you get eyeballs. Like You do. You do. It's like it's like the, the new soap opera, dust. isn't it? It's it is, crazy. It's magic dust for kind of eyeballs and attention and kind of, you know, a little bit of catnip. Yeah. And here we thing. are. We're doing the same. But yeah. It's, but it's, it has validity to all our lives. Yeah. That's the other thing. Like, whether But as, a, as a take on it, I guess, kind of like, and trying to kind of get this to like, I think what we want to talk about today, which is it does feel like it's a point of transition from kind of where we've been kind of like legacy kind of social network and then mm-hmm. kind of obviously crypto being i think like the first complete kind of I th- well i mean who knows like it's fraudulent in some spots for sure like i think that's that's proven that's fact that's not disparaging of anyone but then also the technology itself in terms of the kind of the actual use case for crisp crypto is less than a lot of the kind of um distributed ledger because that's the other interesting part that obviously like i feel like you left and then the world started to kind of like amp up is like all the hacks and stuff here as well in terms of you know people getting in the kind of back door of again legacy systems that just simply cannot keep up with really the, the the demand you know the fact that You've got to show your driver's license plus, you know, your Medicare card plus your passport plus your bank details to get a phone. It seems a little bit extreme. And then the fact that they kind of hold it for a period of time with very little kind of um, like um, ongoing kind of reinforcing kind of encryption is pretty crazy. Yeah. And then you have the flip side of that. Then you have Mr. Encryption being yeah. fraudulent as hell. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Losing a Where's billion your money? Dollars. I don't know. Yeah. 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 I put it in a side company and yeah. I don't know how. Of which there's hundreds of them. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, it's a good point and it's a hard one to tie because in one side here in terms mm. of legacy players having a lot of hacks come in and then like personal public data being then held ransom. Yeah. Um, and then actually we've got cases here in Australia of that being leaked. And so we've got like we've just had recently HIV cases going it's live, terrible. like just horrible stuff being put out there into the public to try and get money off big organizations. And then you have crypto, which a lot of the use case or utility behind a lot of the technology here is security and resilience. But then you have one of the biggest fuck-ups to come out and put the industry back in the in the public's eye that it isn't reliable, that it has fraud yeah but it's Ponzi's. not but it's not reliable you can't say it's reliable surely like based off cryptography of that. is reliable yes, but but the, not but the, the gatekeepers the people who st- stand there and hold yeah. it there's definitely been some ponzi's in there like For that's sure. the case and yeah. and this is a guy who sat 
in the offices of policymakers and just talk exactly. shit and they listen to him. Yeah. And it's a, it's a tricky space because, yes, the utility of it is great, but <laughs> the, the, maybe the gatekeepers of that have, have utilised and leveraged. And people, the gatekeepers in the sad thing of humanity always utilise and leverage. It's just policies it's caught up to true. that. It's true. And at the it's moment, true. crypto and a lot of these new technologies don't have the understanding like we saw it with facebook we've seen it with True. like always yep. there's yep. new cases come through and then we learn and i think that's what's happening here but it's horrible mm. around how many people have lost cash absolutely and i guess it's the um like what i wanted to chat about today at least as the start point for for this is kind of they it does feel like the the price point is kind of actually going up for data so actually understanding that you know no, there's no such thing as just gathering free data because you've actually got to store it yeah. is one thing i wanted to unpack but then on the other side of that exactly where you're starting to go with the kind of the crypto i guess currencies not necessarily underlying technology is that it does lack a gatekeeper but yet the technology itself doesn't actually need one right it's actually the the human beings that sit on top of it that need one yeah, it's it's so true in terms of, I suppose, the last bit of that, that like, something to come out of this, I suppose, is if you focus on just the tech, is that, I don't know, like we talk about skews around, a lot of it's been around money, that this technology or like how to make fast cash, it's been yep. about, I don't know, 90, 10. It has, and the yeah. idea of the skew to being able to be at least 50-50, ideally it would go a lot more around utility, yeah. how to implement this into government structures, how to implement this into incentive design and things like this is a really cool opportunity for the space, whether it can harness that, yep. is for the future to see and for the world to decide. Mm. Um, will be interesting. It'll be interesting to see, like, so let's pull them all together how this new social play is going to happen. Like, what's Elon going to do? There was, like, talk at Twitter. How do you tokenize? How do you yep. economize a social platform? And that happened. that's happened in China, and it's undermined it their economy. Yep. It seems like a play that Elon would love to do. Like, mm. that seems to be his benchmark play. How do you undermine yep. um, the existing players and leverage and become yep. Elon 2.1, 2.2? Yep. Like, he's already sure. done that with PayPal. Why won't he do that? Yeah, and it, like it's it's really interesting because it's it's not just PayPal; it's also like things like SpaceX. So, like if yeah. you look at SpaceX, really, what it is is that the government. So, there's a few things in that. So, the government's already built the infrastructure, which is broadly true when you kind of actually look at kind of blockchain or where any of this may actually go in terms of kind of that there's an internet that's been built, etc. Like there's telecommunications, but for SpaceX, it was really around kind of going in saying, well, the government doesn't necessarily want to do this. How do we go in and disrupt it? Now you really can't launch a rocket and get kind of a satellite into space without using that firm, which is not dissimilar to Tesla. To, um to tesla and where tesla's actually gone in that playbook if it's played out at twitter it becomes the same thing it's how do you actually then kind of go in and build something that is not anything else but actually kind of takes from it and the banking sector and kind of basically the the social certification part that you know when you really look underneath the success of things like kind of wechat and kind of tencent in mm. particular in china is there's an undercurrent of social status improving in terms of that you know your behavior is monitored and it's not just that you get five stars as a five-star um, payer, which is also, you know, through um, through eBay, was also a PayPal invention. It's kind of, there's a social, there's a social proof individual to individual X state. And there's yet. a currency that underlines it. And that's mm. like, and like where we're at right now mm. is 
currency across the board, whether you're in crypto or not, is sort of being pulled into question. Yeah, true. So it's like the plates are there for someone to put a fork, flag, whatever it Different is in the ground and be like, yep. this is it. And then if enough people believe in it, then it becomes it. That, yep. That's the or game even, we play. Already even, even if 10% of the population crazy. believe it's it's it, right? So it's yeah. the, you, do, you don't take a lot, you don't need a lot of people to kind of, to buy into something in kind of the total of, of population. But the king has clothes. The king maybe does, maybe does. <laughs> or the king doesn't. It's just, <laughs> but how do you know? Exactly. But where do you think this kind of like a lot of like the, the kind of it's interesting like with the F- ftx stuff the, the yeah. part of the reason they actually got caught is actually the strength of the actual kind of the actual currency that goes underneath it they couldn't meet their obligations because people had an ability to recall the money right it's not like it just went off into the into the ether it was a run on a bank run on a bank but in a digital sense right it yeah. wasn't like i just went up to, you know i didn't knock on the penthouse in the bahamas and were like no. oh hey um which one of you is dressed could you please <laughs> give me back my eight million bucks but you were able Able to get your money back which from a technology sense like you i mean it wasn't there but your money and your register was was there, there. Mm. yeah yeah it's a and until they full stopped it exactly. but how it happened was an interesting one it was done by journalism for yep. one and then it was exactly finance come in and go hang on hmm. like that's another play that i'm like still dubious around like what in terms was, of the competitor coming in and oh saying, for sure like yeah. that's a huge and then and then to put petrol, diesel and whatever fuel you've got around and say, we're going to buy you. Yeah. And then to pull out. It's like, <laughs> anyone got any money in that organization, try and get it out. like, yeah. like Or just bury it, get a shovel and yeah. like start burying it now. <laughs> Don't you like that? No, no I know. I agree. It's It's a Wild West kind of competitive kind of behavior, right? Is it, yeah. it kind of is like rocking up in like an old kind of movie Western and basically getting your gun, gunslinger to kind of basically be like handed over, you know, but almost to the sheriff, right? It's kind of, it's the classic inside job. Yeah. So there's something playing there. I don't know. I don't think oh, many of us are space. Yeah. privy to, but in terms of where it's moving in, in the future, there's talk around like whether they can actually be held accountable because they're in the Bahamas and there isn't enough regulation on crypto. So that's like another huge thing, like whether yeah. people are going to be held accountable. And the, there's even arguments that Binance is going to be held accountable depending on where they fall in that. Yep. So this is just a big shitstorm that everyone's going to be partake and watch and, and play out. It'll mm. probably turn into old news, but the sad thing is it's going to have ripple effects. We don't really know what that'll mean for like other companies and organizations set up in there. It could, but do you do you think it points towards like obviously like the the technology itself? is fine right so yeah. like i think you can take that as red is that the technology it wasn't a technology failure it's a it's a governance and kind of basically a, almost like an attitude failure it was a centralized failure in a weird way because mm. he was like the clearing or he or he the, was they, clearing where they were clear they were like three organized in traditional banking yeah they were everything so no True. one was holding them accountable yeah and i think that's something that everyone should learn from yeah and if it isn't then it should be more transparent and have different measures like that's what 
this technology so good at implementing it. It's just a, but it's a almost like they, it they almost went like, okay, well, it just stops here, and then we're going to build a classic kind of basically like waterfall bank. I.e., money comes up here, yeah. we figure out how we're going to loan it across different stuff, and hopefully that the people who keep putting money back in, basically at the top of the waterfall, keep putting enough yeah. money in so that we never actually have to kind of really reconcile the fact that we don't actually have the money. But we zoom out, and mm. if we zoom out and then zoom back in a year ago, like or mm. a year and a half ago, like. The environment that we're in was crazy. Like yep. money was just fabricated across the board, but then 10x in that space. So True. I'm not trying to make excuses, but it's crazy what of what a change has occurred right now. Yeah, well, it's a modern, it was, it was always, a modern day gold rush. Wasn't it was it? always coming, but yep. there was cowboys there, and that's what we've seen. Yeah, I mean they're they're no different than like a you know in a gold prospecting town selling picks and shovels for you know 50 bucks a piece knowing full well that the gold left years ago yeah. right it's kind of that's that's the kind of the behavior that you're talking about but the the thing that i'm really struck by is if, when we look back five years from now yeah. what is it that we're really gonna see you know when we actually kind of look into failures like that because i mean in the i grand- think we see dead wood going like yeah. as harsh as that is Me and too. that's all like mm-hmm. someone put a graph up the other other day around um huge like you've got telecommunications coming you've got tv coming you've got all these big yeah uh, like internet when it landed like all these huge spikes all different firms having a crack and then when the it lands it falls yep. and a few run through with it and that's sort of what we're seeing happening True. here and i think we're going to see actually the decentralized web and the utility come to the fore here and we always mm. needed fast money to die like there was a coin for shitting you could get a coin <laughs> if you did a poo and you'd That's, make some money on that like yeah, yeah, yeah. that is outrageous behavior and people were yep. getting excited about that it it's, was just air yeah. and the air is coming out it's True. hard yep. some people are feeling like they've been punched in the guts but the utility is there and i think in five years time we're going to go they were not really going to even associate this with where we are. No. And do you think there's going to be an inter- intersection between, because I think they're almost, they're almost intertwined. So like the back end of kind of like the, the hack in terms, because they're both steals, right? So they're in essence, one steal is that you've got all of your information that is basically held kind of in a not so secure way, which it's almost impossible to secure that many data points successfully without serious levels of kind of continual encryption, yeah. right? And also kind of things that are held together as one unit so they're like legacy systems almost can't keep can't keep up can't. with the kind of the, so they're kind of the demands of that but then on the other side of this there's this emerging technology which was also almost like a big steal because you could quite easily sit there and be like oh well money's free at the moment everyone seems into this we're never going to have to pay it back etc but in the middle of those two things if you actually look at mm. the trend line data as a, a need to store your own data look after your own data is growing in awareness and then the need to basically um, allow ourselves to kind of actually digitally certify and move things around is also going to continue so when you perhaps when you look back you know five seven years from now this is kind of the start point of what comes next well it just feels like once again it feels like sometimes we're documenting like moving plates and the timing for the birth of this is right there around Mm. web being able to be held in a decentralized system where everyone carries a piece and then where it's like when you have a file and mm. then you 
upload it and share it and it's hosted it's not hosted in one spot it's a key you're the only uh, only one who has that key yep. and then it's it's splintered across exactly and then if you and i work together you can have the data that we use mm. hosted somewhere in cape shank or hosted somewhere between yep. all different people we don't have to know those people no but they cop um a load for our data because we use it and they cop a, re- a remittance for that like yep. it's it's where it's heading and it's you know, it plays into that resilience piece that we need when we have Optus here in Australia, when we have Medibank, no. where people are getting their personal yep. data. Like, mm. And confidence is gone in terms of, like I speak to my parents and they're just like no. so scared about putting their um, any any information about themselves online, which yep. is great. I'm like, yeah, good. that's great because yeah. there's so many scammers. <laughs> sure. yep. And then I think, that's happening across the board and that's just going to change the way we are. But I think people are going to be receptive when we fully understand what. Yeah. But it feels like it's a, it's a, we're growing up around kind of like the actual implications. Like that's, that's what I kind of saw. No, but that's what I keep thinking about. Like out of all of this sort of stuff is that, so data, like if you talked four years ago to most kind of senior people, it'd be like, this is really great. We're getting the, you know, the exhaust fumes, you know, there's loads new of oil, new yeah. oil kind of, you know, we can mine all of this sort of stuff. And really the actual output when you talk to most people is not a lot, right? So really great for no advertising, worries. targeting, really great for kind of basically selling you a bit more stuff in a low interest environment where everyone's like, Oh yeah, sure. Why don't I need another pair of swim trunks? Sure. Yeah. That's great. Um, but today, the cost of holding that data arguably outweighs its return. So you've got all of this consumer data that you, yes, you can broadly mine, but you've never been able to create a coherent, um, you tell me, other than broadly, outs- anyone who doesn't have transaction data. So that if you just take like the Amazons of this world yeah. out of it and don't doesn't have some form of social graph around your inter- interaction that they can basically go, well, you broadly have these interests. Most of the stuff that's collected doesn't do a thing in terms of actually helping you kind of get through. So the Apple's interesting because they've come in and gone, well, you can no longer track someone's broad kind of interests and their kind of their so-called social graph or their interest graph. And then on the other side of this, you've then got this kind of growing real kind of awareness that, hmm, right? If we don't actually have transaction data, what do we actually have? Because it's like, you know, like in my world, that's like you expressing an attitude that you want to save the world, but yet you drive this massive V, which you yeah. do, V12 kind of thing at the front. And it's very private. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, mate, that's twice on this podcast I've done that. But so the the idea there is that your behavior doesn't match your attitude. And that's a very similar, again, but that's a very similar thing that kind of what most people are experiencing with this, with kind of holding on to a lot of this data. So you need data to prove someone's identity, but there's a different way to do that. You kind of then, so the price of holding them for their identity versus a commercial return, there's still a business case for that. You need certain proof of ID, et cetera, but then they keep it, right? So they don't just use it as one single point. But my main point is that the cost of data, data is not free. The storage of it creates significant legacy issues and yet data into the future is becoming more and more distributed and people are understanding that, oh, hey, if you have my data, there's got to be a better way to do this and there's got to be something in it for me. Yeah, there's a few things in that. I think one is there is some super valuable data and that's often government data or big databases that are like valid, clear, Hmm. locked away and like they're crazy valuable. And there's arguments for like good cases in the world around data for good and people yep. have access to this to solve real world problems. And then there's like 
commercial data where we've got like the Facebooks, the Amazons, where mm. it's like selling it to sell more product. Yep. And it's like arguable with what is the best sometimes in the world. Like it's genuinely it's arguable. <laughs> yeah. But um, I think you're right. There's cost of data and hosting it. And it's not only cost of literally holding it, it's cost of protecting it now because Correct. it's constantly getting Attack. people are finding new drills, new mechanisms to come in and crack it and, yep. and get that data. And, and it just seems to be pushing people now to how to how to sort of hold that in a more secure, Correct. decentralized way. Yep. So it seems to be heading there. But then on top of that, you say, as you say so well, like consumer mm. around data and how its mm. ownership of their footprint is is huge, and people are understanding that now. Yeah. Um, so there's people have data doubts. Like that was a big thing coming out of. Yeah, I wanted to ask you about that, so I'm glad you kind of IPFS and like yeah. a big one is like where people come together and maybe they create like it could be an equivalent of say some really valuable resources that only the ATO has ex- access, which is the ATO for outside listeners of the Australia is like the Australian tax office, yep. taxation office. Taxation, yep. um, and so you, if you had a big enough collection of people in the data DAO, they could say, we want to give data our footprint to X type mm. of people yep. who want to solve X. And yep. then people can come in and it could be paid tiered. It could be yep. not paid. It could be pro bono. And people who sign up and give that data can cryptography like literally encrypt their answers around who can access it and why and who can't and why um and it can be anonymous but it's been verified yeah so it's some wild tech but it's very simple when you think about it yeah it is not super sexy but then for problem solvers it is but if you think but if you if you extrapolate that through to kind of like what what happens like i think this is what people are waking up to and that's what that type of technology really helps you solve is that even if you take you know this simple fact that why are you holding my records from my, i don't even like it's a lot like medibank so i want to blackmail you drive a lot of, yeah but sure that's true it's all right i know you, I know you drive a big massive v12 truck <laughs> you pretend not to um i got stuff uh, <laughs> the, um, but outside of our inner workings, yeah. the the interesting thing is that people didn't actually know. Like, so in the Medibank yeah. thing here, like they've held that data for it's like crazy. like sunset clauses on data, how you actually get rid of it. But then, the, what you're talking about is actually being able to give intended use. Yeah. Right. So the even if it's just a simple blockchain key that says basically this data will in your database will expire in 30 days once you've actually done validating my identity. Like yeah. that stuff is super powerful in terms of giving back agency to individuals mm. and being able to sit there and say, yeah, that's fine. If you want my hundred points of data, great. You have it for two hours, yeah. whatever that time limit is. And for this purpose only. And I think those are going to be, you know, over the next 18 months, those are going to be absolutely the use cases that we start to see. It's no longer going to be like tick here to opt out. It's going to be like, okay, if you're actually holding my data, then you actually basically have to do it in the way that I prescribe, that you hold it. Yeah, and literacy comes up with that and literacy is coming up with what's happening now and people are looking for solutions. But then you have the other piece where it's like, how do you not erase bad things that are happening in the world when you've got people at the helm, say with the Russia ukrainian war like how do you hold like the the argument goes that war crimes are only charged 10 20 30 years retrospectively how do you who bears the cost for holding all of that data yep and then how do you verify that data Hmm. 
um, and where does it live? And these are like questions that society has to sort of grapple with. But there's some really cool organisations that are thinking about how to do that and how to yeah. do that well. And it's 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 complex, but it's they're the stuff that need to live. So we've got this piece where it's like, let's can we delete our data? And then we've got stuff where we we have to let it live because it's hmm. legacy. Otherwise, we head into the digital age repeating our same mistakes. And when you look to take a full circle, what's happened, Facebook. Same sort of happening in crypto right now, yep. like in terms of dam- damage is happening. Maybe it's cyclic as well about growth mm. and growing and yep. technology and humanity. Yep. But that piece of perpetuity needs to be answered as well because otherwise, yeah, we'll just keep going in circles, maybe death spiral type vibe. Yeah, well, maybe that's where we go in the next episode is actually kind of explore kind of what what that might start to look like because I think it's it, we are at a, at a point where, you know, I think if you look past the noise and you kind of actually really try to understand what the what they might signal it's that we are at a point where people are really starting to understand that kind of you know voice is you know kind of giving voice to something is to take some level of ownership nothing is really free and there's this continuum that we're actually trying to figure out in a digital age which is kind of like exactly what you said is that where does data live who really controls it and how do we actually kind of manage it today but then also into the future yeah which are all very big questions so i look forward to solving some of them (laughs) at least doing the chicken scratch on top of a few of them but uh yeah valid ones all right well great to have you back pat thanks joe nice to be back thank you for listening to bau business as unusual subscribe and learn more at baupod.co that's baupod.co